0: I'm talking to you guys again today uh, just about hormones a little bit more, because as you may know, I am a registered holistic nutritionist, and I do specialize in helping women with hormonal imbalances, and as a fitness, and I guess you can call myself a weight loss coach, I often work with women on their metabolism. And when it comes to weight loss or fat loss, it's all about your metabolism. So making sure that your metabolism is functioning optimally. And this means that your body is actually taking the foods you eat and it is metabolizing those foods and it is utilizing those nutrients and it is processing it correctly throughout the body, right? And where a lot of people start to gain weight or gain body fat or have trouble with their metabolism, find they have a slow metabolism, it's typically because there's something with their endocrine system that is imbalanced or not functioning optimally. And when it comes to the metabolism specifically, it is all about the thyroid. And we have our thyroid gland, which is gonna be in our neck, and the thyroid hormones are going to be what really influences our metabolic rate. So if we are dealing with a slow metabolism, We need to ask ourselves, how is our thyroid actually functioning? And when it comes to thyroid function too, it's not just about what our thyroid hormones are at, but also like how that conversion from our inactive thyroid hormones to our active thyroid hormones is kind of working. And so there is a lot of different things that can influence that. And I always tell people too, like if you're dealing with a slow metabolism, yes, There's genetic factors sometimes, but at the end of the day, our habits and our lifestyle and our nutrition can have massive, massive impacts on our metabolism. And so if even if you have these genetic predispositions for slower metabolism, right, we can still do a lot with our lifestyle and our habits to still influence that. And in a sense, influence our epigenetics, which is how those genes are actually going to be expressed, right, and show up in our day-to-day life. So still lots you can do and at the end of the day really making sure our endocrine system is functioning optimally our thyroid is functioning optimally and our body is healthy so we can be thriving and so today i wanted to dive into just like four pretty common habits, right? That can really sabotage your metabolism. And it's crazy how many women are doing a lot of these things on a regular basis. And then they're frustrated with their body and being like, wait, my metabolism is slow. But it's like, we really have to look at our lifestyle, our habits and the input, right? And so something I work with a lot of the women, like a lot of my clients and a lot of the women that are in our community is really figuring out how to get the body back in balance, right, focus on health first and really work on, their mindset as well and do the groundwork first. So that when we do make changes with our nutrition, with our calorie intake, with our macronutrients, or even like with cardio, right, our body's actually going to be responsive. And specifically with cardio too, it's like, if our body's in a stressed out state and we're, our metabolism is downregulated, right. And it's like, our body is dealing with a lot of hormonal imbalances, then throwing more and pushing more is often not the solution. And so this is where you'll notice you may actually struggle more. You'll be fatigued. You won't feel so good. And maybe you'll actually even start gaining weight, which is really, really frustrating. So again, making sure the body is in balance so that when you do make changes with your diet or your exercise, your body can be responsive um, and it's not going to be adding stress to you mentally or adding stress to your body physically. And so if we are again, dealing with the slow metabolism, we really have to ask ourselves, okay, like how is our body like being supported? What are we doing? So one of the really common like habits that can often be sabotaging your metabolism is chronic dieting and under eating 1200 calories a day. is not sustainable. And it unfortunately, too, isn't only depriving your body of calories and carbs and energy, right? But it's also if we really restrict and limit what we're eating day to day in terms of our food intake, we're also depriving your body of a ton of vital nutrients. So the less food you eat, the less nutrients you consume, right? So this is where you can also notice that you run into a lot of different nutritional deficiencies. And so yes, you'll have lower energy from a lower calorie intake. Maybe you're cutting carbs, right? And you're dieting constantly and you're cutting carbs. So again, lack of carbs can also be a big stress on your body also make you feel really fatigued. Uh, And then also you can just run into nutritional deficiencies a lot easier (laughs) if you're not eating very much food. So really paying attention to these things. And also chronic dieting, you have to remember is if you're really under eating for a prolonged period of time, right? Like doing a little bit of even like doing like a 48 hour fast, right? Isn't going to negatively impact your metabolism. But if you're dieting and restricting calories Chronically, on a regular basis, some people have been dieting since they were in high school and they're in their 40s right now or 50s. And so, it's like if you've been dieting a big part of your entire life, or you've been jumping from fad diet to fad diet and yo yo dieting and doing these super super extreme right kind of approaches, then this can be a major stress on the body. And over time, that's where again, our body and our metabolism specifically adapts. It's big sole job is to keep us alive. And so if we are really restricting and limiting our food intake and our calorie intake, what do you think our body's going to do? It's going to adapt to that. And it's going to figure out ways that it can use less calories, right? burn less fuel in a sense, and therefore to slow down the metabolism. The body isn't going to If it's been restricted in terms of the food intake and the calorie intake, it's not going to be like, you know what, right now I'm going to just speed up my metabolism so I just burn through it all. Probably not going to do that, right? It's, it's a lot smarter than you think it is right and so this is where our metabolism actually can kind of decrease and downregulate and you may also notice that certain things like we will notice like brain fog for example right decreased brain function will notice lower energy will feel very kind of like sluggish and lethargic And one of the most common signs of having an underactive thyroid is going to be really like struggling to wake up in the morning you'll feel really fatigued and it's really hard to like just get up and go first thing in the morning, so like our body starts to slow down, right? It, that's where we get that slower metabolism, and so I'm burning through foods and nutrients and calories as efficiently because it's trying to conserve as much. So everything kind of slows down, everything decreases. Again, to extreme cases women may also lose their period, right? Our body isn't going to be like, you know what, now is a perfect time to have a baby, right? I'm really eating, I'm eating 1200 calories a day and she's making me do a bunch of cardio. I'm just going to like reproduce right now and have a baby that's extremely, extremely energy consuming and nutrient consuming. So again, we may lose your cycle. We may not ovulate properly. And so really affecting reproductive system and therefore to our sex hormones. So like everything really kind of plays into each other. So really making sure you are eating enough, right? You are adding enough nutrients into your day to day. And this is where I'm focusing on a whole foods, nutrient dense diet is going to be most optimal. And then also really paying attention if you are skipping meals or if you are fasting often, right, that can really influence our overall calorie intake and therefore to our nutrient intake. So first big habit that unfortunately a lot of women are doing on a regular basis that can really sabotage your metabolism over time is going to be chronic dieting and under eating. Now, number two, right, this one's a lot kind of easier said than done, but stressing, Constantly stressing, and this could be keeping your body in a stressed out state physically. So, like chronic dieting or under eating or over but it could also be a psychological right. Where if we are constantly in this state of stress, and our cortisol is high, and our body's in this fight or flight mode, and we are either like stressing about work or stressing about like, if you're in like a toxic relationship or you are like worried about the state of the world, right. Over the last couple of years, like everybody's been through a lot of, a lot of stress. And so again, paying attention to what state your nervous system is in, because if you are constantly stressing either through physical aspects, right? So, like lack of proper sleep or nutrition, over fasting, those types of things, or even psychological, can really impact our body over time too. These things can really influence our metabolism. So, again, if our body's in a state of stress, then oftentimes, like it'll be a lot more depleted. We'll burn through certain nutrients. Um, we'll run into nutritional deficiencies, and then also our body is going to be like, you know what? Like, I'm not like I need to use fuel and energy for this fight to be in this constant fight or flight state and stuff. So again, constantly stressing can be really sabotaging your metabolism. Now, number three, right? And again, a lot of people don't realize this because they think, okay, so thyroid or metabolism means that it's like your thyroid, it's important about your thyroid. And yes, that's true. But the conversion of our inactive thyroid hormones to our active thyroid hormones actually happens in the liver. And so, our liver health is extremely, extremely important, right? And of course, too, like if we have an overburdened liver or a sluggish liver, or if we're exposed to all like high amounts of toxins, right? Either environmental toxins, alcohol, drugs, chemicals, poor quality foods, medications, those types of things, right? So, if our body is constantly dealing with this high amount of toxins and our liver is having a hard time keeping up, not only is that a stress on the body, and not only does that affect our detox but it can also really affect that conversion for our thyroid hormones and therefore to affect our actual metabolism because the hormone that is extremely, extremely important to influence your metabolic rate is going to be your T3. And that's our active form, right? So if we are having issues with that conversion, and this is again where it is really, I guess, frustrating sometimes that you can say when it comes to blood work, because oftentimes when they test, do blood work for yourself or your thyroid, they first only test for TSH, which is your thyroid stimulating hormone. So it's not even a thyroid hormone. First off, it's a pituitary hormone. And so all TSH does is signal to your body to produce certain other thyroid hormones. Right. So, and then with that, it's also the levels of our T4, which is our inactive form in comparison to our T3, which is our active form are also really important to know. But if we are just testing for TSH and the range for that is so wide. So even if you're within range, it doesn't necessarily mean it's optimal for you. Um, you have to have like it, very out of range for it to be diagnosed for anything. So again, paying attention to that um, and then also diving a little bit deeper and being like, okay, well, how is my TSH, but how is also my T4 and how is also my T3? And then we can really learn a lot about where specifically the body is needing some support. And so a lot of people, they may be, like, they may ha- be struggling with their thyroid and then they take, take a T4 like medication, like a supplement, like Synthroid for example, but they're still struggling with that conversion. And so this is where you're still providing your body with the the T4, but you're having thyroid problems um, because it's like that conversion specifically is not happening optimally. And so paying attention to your liver health um, and again, how your entire endocrine system is functioning is really going to be most supportive, obviously for your metabolism and your hormones, but overburdening your liver And not paying attention to your liver health is like one of the big common sabotagers of your metabolism that a lot of people aren't paying attention to. And so again, paying attention to your liver health and doing certain things, either reducing a lot of those different toxins and those exposure, investing in better quality food, right? Again, your health is your wealth, right? At the end of the day, if you don't have your health, you don't have anything. And so it's like really pay attention to that and know that there's so much that you can do. With just supporting proper detox, uh, like optimizing your environment, and then of course, supporting your body and how it's functioning. And so toxins and also reducing alcohol, paying attention to chemicals, medications, the quality of your food, all of those things can really kind of support your liver. And then of course, too, you can do certain like things with your nutrition or supplementation to further support your liver and just really, really help with that phase one and phase two, and even phase three detox. So liver. Liver health is super, super important. Now, habit number four that we're going to be talking about um, and what I talk time and time again because it is such a huge, huge game changer when it comes to your metabolism. And this is, again, where you may notice some people who work out, who strength train, who are resistance training on a regular basis, they're able to eat like decent amount of food right? They'll have a lot of food and they won't necessarily gain weight or they will be able to maintain a leaner physique while still eating 1,800, 1,900, 2,000, 2,500 calories, right? Depending on the individual and where they're at. But this is where like really paying attention to the types of exercises that you're doing. And unfortunately, a lot of women will focus so much on HIIT training, so much on just cardio, running, Right. Orange theory classes, even Peloton and all of those things. And it's like, sure, they burn calories in the moment, but then it's like you end up going and it's like you still are just burning those calories and then you end up having to kind of like downregulate your metabolism more and more over time. And you may notice you'll have to restrict more and more and more. And it's really frustrating because it's like you're working so hard and you're pushing yourself so hard, but you're always having to diet so hard in order to maintain that weight. So weightlifting and building lean muscle mass is one of the best things you can do for your metabolism because it's going to actually increase your basal metabolic rate. So maintaining muscle does consume a lot of calories. And so this is where and even recovering after a workout. You're not just burning calories in the moment, but for almost the next 24 hours afterwards. So like resistance training is extremely, extremely beneficial if you are wanting to support your metabolism more so than cardio right? More so than HIIT training necessarily, obviously depending. And even in terms of like, a lot of women will struggle and they'll be like, well, I'm doing Orange Theory. I'm doing Peloton. I'm on my Peloton. I'm doing these different classes. um, And I'm still struggling to kind of lose the weight and keep it off. And so it's like, we really have to kind of take that step back and focus on actually just building muscle because this is where you can maintain a leaner physique while eating more calories. And that's like, that's the dream, isn't it? (laughs) We all want to be have that flexibility and that freedom to eat what we want, right? When we want it and how much we want it, not feel restricted and limited. And this is, but again, we want to feel good in our body and we don't want to eat something and have a cheat meal or whatever you want to call it and then end up having to gain weight. So again, we're working on our metabolism and increasing it is where we're able to actually like increase your basal metabolic rate and therefore to influence your metabolism and therefore too, right. We don't have to diet so hard in order to maintain a leaner physique, right? So really paying attention to strength training and building muscle because it is going to have massive, massive impacts, right. On your ability to just keep like being optimized and maintain a better body composition. So hopefully that you found that was helpful. If you're watching this, watching the replay, just hashtag replay. Um, We'd love to know your thoughts. And if you guys have any questions and hopefully you can work with your body, feel amazing and crush your goals. So enjoy the rest of your day, guys. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow.